Every seven years in the land of Israel, us Jews are required to not work the land. The Torah in this week's parsha, when it introduces the law of not working the land every seven years and various other details of that law, the Torah tells us that these laws were all said at Mount Sinai. So Rashi and many commentaries explain that the purpose of telling us that these laws were given at Sinai is that we should understand that in truth all commandments and all details of all commandments were taught at Sinai. That is to say that all of the rules of the Torah with all of the specifics of their details were all taught at Mount Sinai. My question is very simple. We know that one of the basic principles of Judaism is that Moshe's prophecy is authentic and absolutely real and from God. What difference does it make where Moshe gets that prophecy? If Moshe would have received some of the commandments or details in a different geographic location, would that mean that those rules are not applicable or not authentic or not truly from God? It can't be, because Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy is 100% the word of God. Being that Moshe's prophecy is completely real and authentic, why is it important for us to know that all the commandments and all of its specifics were given at Sinai? If they were given somewhere else, we would still have to do them. Why does the Torah go out of its way to tell us this idea that all commandments and all rules were spoken at Sinai? I would like to suggest the following explanation based on an interesting observation of human psychology. Most people know that if they waste a lot of time, they don't feel good about themselves or their day. That's an instinct that people seem to have. At the same time, most people feel that if they spend time with a loved one, somebody with whom they have a really close relationship, no matter how long they spend, no matter what they do, they don't feel like it's a waste of time. And even in looking back at the time that someone spends with a loved one, they can't always quantify, well, what was accomplished in these hours that we spent together? So how do we explain this dichotomy? On the one hand, people feel that large blocks of wasted time create emptiness and discomfort inside of them. On the other hand, people feel spending time with somebody that we really love is wonderful, useful, even if we don't accomplish anything together, and it's almost never enough of that time. I'd like to suggest the following explanation. One of the magical components of an intimacy relationship is that when there's a shared experience of intimacy and closeness, people feel energized and become more productive people. The support, the love, the sharing of ideas, the positivity that comes from spending time with people whom we really love has a power of its own 
to create energy, positivity, and productivity. That's what happened at Mount Sinai. When God came to Sinai, it wasn't just to give us rules and regulations. The Torah tells us in Vizos HaBracha, God came from Sinai like a groom goes to greet a bride. The feeling that a groom has in greeting the bride is that there's a relationship being constructed and that we want to spend time together. And the time that we spend together will be good time and useful time. Statistics actually show that people who live with other people, especially spousal relationships, live longer than other people. So the productivity that's created in a loving relationship in time spent together is all the outcome of the synergy that evolves from spending that time with the other person. It's never time wasted because it creates a re-energizing and new productivity. Mount Sinai means that every detail of every law is building intimacy with God. Because when God came to Sinai, He wasn't just saying these are your rules and regulations. He was saying, look, know me. This is me. This is what you need to understand about me. And these commandments and these rules are all about ways of getting to know and connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God. Shemitah is a perfect example of this law. Because by observing the Shemitah year, we actually don't work for approximately two years. Part of the sixth year, the seventh year, and part of the eighth year. We don't actually get crops growing in our land as we need. The Torah tells us don't work. But yet the blessing comes and the land produces even more from not working. Those bumper crops are a product of the synergy relationship with God. So we use Shemitah as the example that relationship building builds energy and productivity. As we approach the holiday of Shavuos, we know that this is exactly what the holiday represents, which is why we have the custom of many flowers in the shuls and at home, because just like Mount Sinai blossomed when God came to share his relationship with us, so through the entire Torah creates that blossoming effect of energy and productivity in our lives.